Hi, and welcome to the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. I'm your host, Regina Sanders, founder and CEO of Queen's Mentality Empowerment Culture for Black Women. Let Me Fix My Crown is for the millennial black woman who struggles with moving past her past, changing her story, and upgrading her mentality. In each episode, I will share with you, yes you queen, my expert advice and personal experience on how to turn your struggles into your strengths and your pain into your passion. So come join the queendom, reclaim your power, change your story, and upgrade your mentality. Because if I can do it, you can too, queen. Now let's get started. Hey, queens, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. I'm your host, Regina Sanders. For those who don't know me, I am the founder and CEO of Queens Mentality Empowerment Coaching for black women and i'm also your host here on the let me fix my crown podcast so welcome and welcome back to my queens who've been down with me since day one for the newbies welcome sweeties i hope you're here to stay um so let's just jump into this solo dolo episode for those who don't know what solo dolo means it's just me myself and i kicking it with you queens on this day so today's topic if uh, that's up for discussion is going to be the element of emotional wellness now in my first episode i explained to you what let me fix my crown is how it came to be and as well as the five elements of your crown but if you haven't gone and listened to that episode i suggest you go over and listen to that episode because it'll tell you what we're talking about now but the element of um emotional wellness is our second element on um in our crown and so that's what we're going to be discussing today so when you think of emotions what do you think about you think about being happy you think about being sad you think about being angry do you think about being emotionally you know destroyed heartbroken uh fearful there's so many emotions joy there's so many emotions that you can express or say that you're feeling right now. But do you really know the reason behind these emotions that you're feeling? Have you ever sat down and identified, hey, I feel this way because this hurt me. Or I think this way because this. Like what... What is the action that caused the reaction? You understand what I'm saying? Um, and so that's today basically what we're going to be trying, we're, we're going to be going through and we're going to be discussing. So let's just jump into what emotional wellness means. And emotional wellness is having a strong sense of self-awareness, understanding and accepting and acceptance of your emotions. Being emotionally well is having the ability to successfully manage life stresses through challenges and changes. Emotional wellness is the well-being of your inner self. Seems simple enough. Caring for your inner self. So that takes a lot of self-reflection, guys. You got to you got to do some deep digging to start becoming self-aware. But when you think about these emotions and you think about, you know, how to make them better, or how to feel less angry or less anxious or less 
you know, unhappy or less sad, what do you really associate these feelings with? There are emotional blockages that we have that we don't associate our feelings with. And these blockages are the reason why we may say we feel sad, we feel happy, we feel unsuccessful, we feel like we're not enough, we feel worthless, we feel hopeless. You understand? We're not associating this with a blockage. We're just saying that we feel this way and we have yet to identify why we feel this way. Well, for those who may be new to emotional blockages, let me tell you what an emotional blockage is. An emotional blockage is a defense mechanism of our brain that prevents us from moving forward. Due to repressed or unhealed emotional wounds, we may have suffered from during a previous life event. Okay, something that I'm holding on to. That makes sense. Something I'm holding on to for my past. That's why I feel this way. That makes sense too. So ask yourself, how does the emotional blockage affects your emotional wellness? So there's a blockage and then there's your wellness. And the two don't go together. So you need to figure out how the one is affecting the other. Well, emotional blockages lower your self-esteem. It increases your stress. It increases your anxiety. It increases your depression symptoms. It affects you physically and mentally. You see how all these things play together? If one is not doing well, the other is not doing well. Well, if you have an emotional blockage, nine times out of ten, you're not doing well in the other areas of your life. And so, how do we identify if we have an emotional blockage? Yeah, we said we feel sad, but how can we identify if we have an emotional blockage? Well, I like to say you can speak with someone. That's, that's choice A. You can go and speak to someone like me, a coach, a counselor, a therapist, someone who does psychotherapy, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, whoever you feel, a friend, your mother, your sister, your brother, whoever you feel most comfortable with talking about it. Or you can do some self-therapy and some self-reflecting, and that pretty much handles most of it. So when I think about doing self-reflection I think about a lot of exercise I think about you know talking to myself meditating and I also think about journaling journaling is very therapeutic and I think people kind of like underestimate the power of journaling and how useful and how powerful it is but if you need to know here's how you can do it get a piece of paper if you don't have a, like a regular spiral notebook or a regular marble notebook, composition notebook laying around, get a piece of paper. And on that piece of paper, I want you to write down how you feel. In this, in this current moment, how do you feel? How does Regina feel right now? Well, Regina feels pretty excited because she's, she's recording her podcast episode. But how did Regina feel earlier? Well, Regina felt... A little antsy 
I felt yeah I felt antsy I felt rushed I felt pressure yeah those are the three feelings that I had throughout the day I felt rushed I felt pressured because I was meeting I had a deadline to meet and I just felt like I was being pressured like way 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 too hard and so yeah those are the feelings that were affecting me today but how do you feel today do you feel anxious? Do you feel upset? Do you feel happy? Do you feel sad? Do you feel manic? Do you feel... What is it that you are feeling right in this moment? Write it down on that piece of paper, right? After you make your list of things, make a list of things that has hurt you in the past. Because you feel this way now. But what has hurt you in your past, right? Um, did your mother hurt you? Did your father hurt you? Did your sister hurt you? Did you feel like you were bullied? How did that make, how, how did that come about? Like, write that down. What has hurt you in the past? Were you raped? Were you abused mentally, emotionally, physically? Were you neglected? Were you abandoned? You know, did you witness a lot of domestic violence? These are things that hurt us in the past. That we don't really pay too much attention to in our future. In our present, excuse me, in our present. After you do that, I want you to identify how those things that hurt you make you feel right now. And after you do that, I want you to practice the AFL technique. Now, if you don't know what the AFL technique is, let me put you up on game, right? This technique is something that I created to help my patients move past some of their hurt, some of their pain, some of their trauma. And it's basically a simple, it's a simple technique that helps you accept, forgive, and to let go. I want you to accept what is, I want you to forgive the person, and I want you to choose whether it's something that you want to hold on to or if it's something that you should definitely let go. That's what AFL is. Forgive, accept, forgive, and let go. Allow yourself to accept the situation for what it is. Forgive, forgive, allow yourself to forgive. Forgive the person who hurt you, abandoned you, abused you, neglected you, broke your heart. Forgive yourself as well. Forgive yourself for not speaking up, for not for staying too long, and not asking for help. And always remember, we're not forgiving for the next person. We're forgiving for our for us. We forgive for us, not for the next person. And then the last step in this technique is to let go. This is the last and final step. Let go of the hurt. Let go of the pain. Let go of the trauma. Let go of the baggage. Let go of the resentment, let go of the burden, let go of the bitterness, let go of whatever offended you. Because the only way to move forward is to let go of your past. So that's what I want you to try and do. The AFL technique is my personal technique to help me heal and thrive and let me know how you guys like it, okay? So now that we've gotten down to basically identifying our emotional blockages and we're trying to move forward with it, 
let me just stop. If you're interested in journaling and you have a hard time writing your thoughts out, I did um, produce or make or create, develop, whatever word you guys want to use, um, a self-reflection journal. It's called the Let Me Fix My Crown Self-Reflection Journal. It's now available on Amazon. So you can go over to Amazon and type in Let Me Fix My Crown, the Self-Reflection Journal. It's a 31 um, guided prompted um, journal that is for women. And I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy some of the prompts in there. So go check it out. Now back to our situation, our discussion. <laughs> Not a situation, but. So why is your emotional health and wellness important? Well, basically, our emotional health and wellness is important because it has everything to do with our self-care, our self-love, how we relax, the reduction of our stress, so reducing our stress, and it helps us to build, you know, our inner strength, like resilience and perseverance. Um, it is important to be attentive to both positive and negative feelings and be able to understand how to handle these emotions. So when I say that, a lot of people, a lot of times we use negative self-talk. And this is also how we are dealing with our emotions and not really dealing with our emotions. <laughs> So like you're dealing with your emotions, but you're not really dealing with your emotions. You get that? So I can say, oh my God, the whole world hates me. This My boss is always on my back. Like, she really doesn't like me. Nobody here likes me. Everything is always happening to me. I always get the crappy end of the stick. Why is this always happening to me? I always have bad luck. Let me tell you something. You speak it, you believe it, it manifests. You speak it, you believe it, you will manifest it. I say that to say, your words, your tongue is powerful. If you don't know the power of the tongue, well, baby, you better learn it. Because speak it, believe it, manifest it are three things that I believe in. If I speak it, I believe it, I'm going to manifest it. So if you believe you are a victim... You speak that you are a victim, guess what? You're always going to be a victim and have that victim mentality. If you speak that, you know, no one likes you and you're just this awful person that no one can get along with and you believe it and you start to believe that, guess what? People are going to start staying away from you because, wait, you got these behaviors and these attitudes. I don't want to be around nobody like that. Speak it. Believe it you sure enough is going to manifest it so that's what i'm going to say to that but just remember change out that negative and replace it with positive although you may be having a crappy day and it can't be that bad i'm gonna have a better day tomorrow today wasn't so bad but tomorrow's gonna be better you know what Maybe nobody told my boss good morning this morning. I'm going to make her day tomorrow by saying good morning. We often forget that we are not the only ones that are having feelings or having emotions or going through life. 
Everybody's going through this thing called life. So everybody is struggling with something. So just because you don't know what the next person is struggling with doesn't mean that the whole world is out to get you. You understand? Sometimes take a step back and say, you know what? Maybe I should think twice about, you know, saying these things. Just be you and do the best that you can. But remove the negative emotions and let's replace them with positive. Remove the negative self-talk and replace it with positive self-talk. This is how we grow. This is how we build better emotions. This is how we build better awareness. And this is how we improve our self-care and our emotional wellness. So ways to improve your emotional health and wellness. Like I said, incorporate daily positive talk and affirmations. I'm big on affirmations. I love my affirmations. Um, if you've been down with me since day one, you've been a part of the queendom, you may remember morning affirmations with G where I would get up really, really early, meditate and speak life over you all. Discover your life purpose. I remember when I was on myself, myself, my, my, my purpose, you know, discovering my purpose and my life's mission. It was pretty difficult because I kept having like these visions and these thoughts of me, you know, speaking and doing all these things. I didn't understand what I was being called to do. I didn't even understand that it was a calling. I just kept having the same dream and feeling this urge to want to talk. I felt the need to talk. I was inspired to talk. And so I started recording myself here and there and letting my friends listen to it. And they was like, yo, gee. You should definitely record a um, started podcast. And I just thought they was joking. This was back in 2016. Lo and behold, 2020, here I am doing a podcast. And guess what? I love it. I love every part of it. And I also love being a part of my Instagram community. I love my followers. They bring me such joy. So discover what, discover your why. Discover your life purpose. Why are you here? Everybody has a purpose in life. What's your purpose? Sit down, think about your gifts, your talents, you know, your skill sets. What is it that you are driven to do? What brings you so much joy? Talking to you guys brings me so much joy. You guys have no idea. I'll talk to you in my car, I'll talk to you in my closet, I'll talk to you in my bathroom. I don't care where I'm talking to you guys at. When it's time for me to record a podcast episode, best believe it's going to get done. I don't care where I'm at. I don't care about no background noise. I don't care about no honking cars. <laughs> I don't care about nothing. I'm going to get it done. And I know that people say, you know, your audio has to be flawless. But guess what? I'm so authentic and, and the way my life purpose, the way my mission and my vision and my life purpose is set up. As long as my message is getting to my, my audience and to the people that I'm serving that need to hear this message, that's all that really matters to me. I don't really care too much about the audio. Somewhere down the lines, I'm going to get the audio set up. I'm going to get a little booth situation. But until then, my purpose in life is to help women move past their brokenness. My purpose in life is to help black women, African-American women, women of color, women of pigment, women of darker skin, change their story 
upgrade their mentality, move past their past, just be better, change their mindsets, help them build up their self-confidence. That is my whole purpose is to help women grow. Funny thing is, I started this a long time ago in 2016, just writing writing down what I wanted, writing down how I can better serve women of color. And while doing it, I realized that I really didn't have anybody doing this when I was growing up. So for a young woman that's going to come past this podcast, maybe one day, she's going to be like, yo, I really need to hear that. I really needed to hear that just because I'm dark-skinned. That doesn't mean I'm ugly. Your black is beautiful. Your dark skin is beautiful. You don't see the way it glows in the, in the sun. I love my dark skin. I'm brown skin. Dark skin is all the same thing. I am a brown baby. And I love it. I love all hues of brown. And it's a shame that sometimes we feel like we need to lighten ourselves. We need to change our nose. We need to straighten our hair. Let me tell you something. I don't even lay my edges no more. I don't do it. Why? Because my natural is beautiful. That's what I tell myself. And I go about my day being who I am every day, living unapologetically me, being authentically me. So there's some words of wisdom, queens. Be who you are and never let nobody stop you. Find your why in life and live it. Do what makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Okay, enough of that. I went off on a tangent. Let me jump back on track. All right, try journaling daily. Um, as I said, I do have a, a journal out that's out right now. That's on Amazon.com. It's called the Let Me Fix My Crown Self-Reflection Journal. Check it out. If you don't like journaling and you feel like, hey, I need another outlet, something to channel my anger or whatever you want to channel at that point in time that may help you release those words, then you can go and channel, try adult coloring books. Now, these don't get too much praise. They like, like, these are really underrated. Adult coloring books are so therapeutic. You light a candle, you get a glass of wine, and you just color. Let me tell you something. As I'm sitting here recording with you guys, I got everything. I got the aromatherapy going. I got the candles. I got my sage. I got my incense. I love smells. So anything that's going to help me relax is going to have to do with smells. Smelling my sage, smelling my mango butter incense, smelling my candles. I love them. I love candles. I cannot live without candles. I'll spend like $400 on candles. Listen, it's a terrible, terrible habit. But it's my thing. <laughs> Practice mindfulness exercises or meditation. I know I said this in a previous episode, but listen, these things are so underrated. And if you don't know how to meditate, I got some good tips and tricks for you. Just let me know. Um, set healthy boundaries. Woo! Emotional wellness and healthy boundaries. Now, this is something that people don't talk about when they talk about how they're feeling sad. You may be feeling sad and you may be feeling burnt out because you are not saying, no, I can't. 
I'm not available. You just keep stretching yourself too thin. And when we stretch ourselves too thin, we are damaging our emotional health and our wellness. We have to start setting healthy boundaries. I got an episode coming up on that one. No worries. I got you, queens. Strive for balance. A healthy, balanced life. So not too much of this and not too much of that. And I mean not too much of this and not too much of that. Not too much of the social media. Not too much exercise. Not too much work. Not too much, you know, drinking. Strive for balance. Having balance in your life is so important. This amount for this, 20% for this, 30% for this, 10% for this. Allocate your time. Learn how to allocate your time to the things that take precedence over something else. Do not waste your time because guess what? The only thing that I really want in, in life or that I really want more of that we can't get back is I want more money and I want more time. And once that time is gone, you can't get that back. So you think about it. Think about what we all really want in life. We want more money and we want more time. They go hand in hand. Strive for balance. Strive for balance. Get out of your head and connect with people. Now, I said this too. Social connection is very important. And I don't think people you know, understand that. I like social media and all. That's how I build my business. However, I also like seeing my homegirls. I love linking up with my girl, A, in Queens. I love going to hit her up. I love driving out. We may go to City Island. And for those of you that know that I'm from New York City, you know what I'm talking about. But I like just hanging out with my people, going to visit my sister, going to see my niece. I like social connection. I like having a glass of wine while having a meal and chit-chatting with my girls Bringing women together is so therapeutic. Bringing women together that all share the same mindset is powerful. It's so amazing. It's so amazing and you leave feeling refreshed, clear, light. Listen, if you go to a woman empowerment brunch or lunch and you don't leave out of that thing feeling light, feeling refreshed, feeling new, Feeling empowered? Man, don't ever support that person ever again in your life. <laughs> because that is the purpose of the event. It's the, the purpose of the event is to get you to improve something in your life, to feel better, to empower you from in, to encourage you, to uplift you, to inspire you. I go to events like that, and if I leave, if the takeaway, if I leave with feeling more bottled down than when I walked in, I promise I would never, I would never support that person again because you did nothing. Absolutely nada. Um, fun fact: one, one out of maybe the ten that I've went to, moving on my vision, bomb, bomb. Guess what? Moving on my vision is why I'm here today. I'm not even going to shout her out because I don't even know what she wants. Ah, man, listen. Big shout out to my coach, my mentor, Miss Ed Tatora. Uh, she's a wonderful woman. She's great. She's great. Moving right along because this is how I do it. <laughs> um, Self-acceptance and forgiveness. Now, you heard in the AFL technique, forgiving those who hurt you, but also forgiving yourself. 
Self-acceptance and forgiveness is very important. I think that when we are, we're on our journey to healing, we don't forgive each other enough. You don't forgive yourself. You don't forgive yourself for being vulnerable. You don't, forget your, you don't forgive yourself for making mistakes. You don't forgive yourself for allowing someone to hurt you, allowing yourself to be in that situation for so long, allowing someone to take advantage of you, allowing someone to manipulate you. You never forgive yourself for that. You hold on to that hurt. You hold on to that pain. Accept what is and let it go. Let it go, queen. Forgive yourself. I accept myself for who I am. I accept myself for all the mistakes that I've made, all my flaws and all. I accept it. I accept that I'm never going to have a Coke bottle shape. And guess what? I am happy with that. I accept my brown skin and I'm happy with that. I accept that sometimes I'm a little loud and I'm happy with that. I accept that I'm different from every other woman I pass in a day to day. Guess what? And I'm happy with that. I am happy that I'm able to uplift and inspire people, not just women, because remember I have a nine to five, people to want more in their life, to want better, to want to change some areas in their life. I accept that. I, I, I really accept me for who I am. I accept me flaws and all. So self-acceptance and forgiveness is very important. And last but not least, ask for help. Ask for help, queens. Ask for help. Did I say ask for help? Ask for help. <laughs> I have to say ask for help has to be by far the biggest challenge that we as women have. No one wants to ask for help. I don't like asking for help. But when you're feeling burnt, you're feeling tired, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling overstressed, you're feeling drained. Listen. Listen. Just Take a breather and say, hey, listen, I need help. I need you to come over here and help me with these kids. I need you to hold the kids down so I can take a nice long walk. Listen, I can't help you today because I need to take some time for myself. Ask for help. If you got a very supportive friend, ask them for help. Ask them to be your ear, be your accountability um, partner. Ask them. I ask for help every now and then. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not too good at it. I don't allow myself to ask for help because I feel as though, you know, asking for help makes me weak. And if you listen to this, because this is a, oh, wait, let me stop. This is a part, this is part one to, to, to the second episode. So there's a part one to this episode and it's part two. So stay tuned but I don't I don't I don't really ask for help as I, I see I, I once I, I see it as a sign of weakness but I also know that it's important for you to ask for help because it it, it helps with your mental wellness and your emotional wellness um, and sometimes you have to break that 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 superwoman syndrome Oh my God, 
I'm going to jump into something else. I'm not going to, because that is one of you guys. Um, that's your next thing. All right. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop. But ask for help. I'm serious, queens. You can't do it all. You can do it all, but you can't do it all at once. And I want you all to remember that asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Although I said I feel like sometimes it's a sign of weakness, but that was just my upbringing. And I had to learn that asking for help was actually powerful. That is just a power move in itself. Asking someone for help is a power move. You can do all, but not all at once. You can do all, but not all by yourself. Always remember that, queen. Always, always remember that. Okay. So I'm going to close it up, wrap it up, tie it up into a pretty little knot and bow. But in closing, let me tell you all that you are beautiful. You are loved. You are appreciated, queens. And you are enough. Don't never let that go over your head, queens. Until next time, stay blessed and keep queening. Love you mucho, mucho.